Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right, LA, it is almost time to get into some live shenanigans with me on stage at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, August 27th. Doors open at 5 p.m. The show is live at 6 p.m. I am so excited for this. I have wanted to do a live show in L.A. for so long, and it's finally all happening. August 27th, 5 p.m. Doors open. Get your tickets while they're still available because they are going quick. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Back from my vacay and then my vacay that did not turn into a vacay. Uh, Shenanigans time. (laughs) Here we are. We got my girl Janet on the co-host mic. You need a break. You need a real vacation. Tell me about it. I'm going to kidnap you soon so we can like go to Palm Springs. (laughs) Maybe we leave summer home with Brock. Right. (laughs) You need like a real disconnect. Seriously. You have Tahoe, then Palm Springs. I mean, and I know you've been so busy today. Yeah. So how was Tahoe? I've seen, I saw little clips of stuff on Instagram, but we haven't really caught up. Yeah. So I thought I would just do a little catch up at the beginning of this episode until my friend Bryce Vine gets here. He is our guest today. I'm so excited to talk all things music, Margot Robbie with him. If you guys haven't already seen the video we did like I'm gonna talk about it's it this entire episode awesome it's so good it's really but really cool while we're sitting here I was like you know what let's just do a little catch-up so yeah we went to Tahoe and uh, it, it was, was supposed to be kind of a peaceful trip right like, like you know what honestly meditation like, kind of things and like yoga yeah. and and it started out that way it started out quite peaceful and calm considering who all was there now obviously i can't give you guys every single detail like i want to because it's so easy to just talk about it especially with one of my besties here but this trip 
took things to a level where I'm in a photo next to Sandoval and I got ripped apart. I saw it. it. I I wanted to jump in a couple times because there were some comments where I and I started to type stuff up and then I was like, don't because if a troll responds to me Mm -hmm. and comes after me, I'm going to cry because I I cry very easily these days. (sighs) But I, you know, I want to say publicly, you're an amazing friend. Thank you. You always have people's backs um, when it comes down to the, the big things or the little things. And I've seen how it works when you're out and walking somewhere and a fan runs up and I can totally see how that whole situation would come together where you guys yeah. all just lean in for the picture, get it, don't think anything else about it. And then Literally. suddenly, what, a couple hours later, it's everywhere, all over all the blog pages. And it was people just are like, so... they're best friends again. Wow. I know. And I'm like, how about you guys just watch the season? Let's just hold off until then. Yeah. In the meantime, I take photos. I hug strangers. I do this with people on a daily it's part basis. Of the game. It's usually part of your job. I will I will always just put my hands behind someone and I'm not always hugging them. Right. Sometimes my hands are just like this. Most of the time I have my phone behind my back and I'm just like this. Right. But it was the amount of people because I'm smiling and tilting my head. I'm like, first of all, trying to get the good side. So <laughs> that's what the head. And you tilt weren't was. doing that for anybody in the photo other than the fan. No, you don't want to give this girl a photo where you're like giving no. stank face. And we took so many photos that night. Yeah. In that moment, it was just like we all hopped in, and I'm like, "Oh, here I am." And that am was standing. just the one that ends up getting out. Yeah, that everybody I don't even think zooms in on. Totally, there were so <laughs> many other photos where there could have been one where James or Lala was standing next to him. Yeah. We took so many photos. There were so many people, but it was also a moment where we're in there. There's all of these, you know, fans and we're out and they want to take photos and we all just hop in as a group. Totally. I've taken photos when I've been at Stassi's throat or Jax's throat and we're not the best of friends, but you know what? You put all of that shit aside, right. you smile and you take a photo. Yeah. What are you going to say? You, hey, you have to actually stand out of this photo to, like you know? as you're trying to walk to and your And she car. wanted him in it. She wanted yeah, everyone I'm in sure. it. Well, I know you well enough to know that you have no problem being straightforward with people and you're not somebody who just like cowers for during a conversation. I just ask that you just like show us some grace and don't judge based on photos you see little snippets on tmz like just wait so just like give sheen a little bit benefit of the doubt here be nice (laughs) god i feel out of breath just from talking about this okay (laughs) bryce is here we're gonna one thing he likes to do before performances and stuff is like a breathing exercise which i feel like i could use right now so we're gonna take a quick little break we're gonna come back do some breath work and then get into shenanigans with my boy, Bryce Vine. Woo. Be right back. So are y'all wondering where Taylor got her tights for the Eras Tour? I have the answer for you, and that is Capizio. It is what I have been living in at home. I've got the most comfy sports bras with matching boy shorts. Summer has some adorable dancewear, so much that I'm like, we got to get this kid in dance class because she needs to wear these outfits more than just in the house, but literally Capizio has so many cute things for mom, for baby. It's not just dancewear. It's also what I wear. Like I said, to lounge in, you'll definitely be seeing me in this on season 11. Capizio is a family business since 1887. It is a trusted and world-renowned brand in the dance industry. They range in all sizes from toddler to 3X, and they are affordably priced. I'm telling you, Capizio, 
you are going to love it. They range in sizes from toddler to 3X, which means I can purchase matching outfits with my daughter. And we all know I love a good matching outfit with my baby girl. So whether you're taking dance, Pilates, just want to lounge at home, Capizio products are designed so you can move with ease and are always affordably priced. You can visit Capizio.com and get 20% off your first order when you sign up for emails plus free shipping when you use code Sheena at checkout. That's C-A-P-E-Z-I-O.com and use code Sheena for free shipping. It's Friday. That means it's Factor Friday. It's time where I again just talk to you about how much I love these meals that keep me fueled, whether it's the smoothies in the morning that I, by the way, share with Summer Moon. She today was like, I want the pink one. No, I want the mango one. She goes back and forth between either the mango or the strawberry banana. I don't care because I like them all and I'm happy to share them with her. They are nutritious. They are flavorful. The meals are delivered to your door every week, always fresh, never frozen. I have been getting so many new options that I love. I had this mushroom pasta the other day. They've got filet. They have so many different chicken dishes, rice, corn. I Literally, you name it, I've tried it. And when I've been on the go lately, just so busy in between scenes and everything, I stay fed with my factor meals because you know what? It's easy. It's quick. I don't have to go to the grocery store. I don't have to figure out what I'm eating. I open up my fridge and boom, it's there. So if you're like me and you're too busy running around during the day to think about lunch, keep your energy up with lunch to go. It's effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go and no microwave required. But for the ones that you microwave, two minutes, you chuck it in, boom, easy peasy. Y'all can head to factormeals.com slash team Ariana 50 and use code team Ariana 50 to get 50% off. That's code team Ariana 50 at factormeals.com slash team Ariana 50 to get 50% off. I can't hold my breath that long. I know you a lot of people (laughs) can't. It expands your lungs, first of all, and it oxygenates your blood. So it's actually like an amazing thing you I can do for your body. really good. That was a nice refresh. Baby still moving in there? Yeah, well, he started kicking right when I let <laughs> He's it go. He's like, I can't breathe, Mom! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember when I did some breathing exercises when I was pregnant. They were like, just don't hold it for too long because, you know, baby <laughs> gets their stuff. oxygen from you. Science. So, all right, that was our little breathing exercise, getting into some shenanigans with Janet Elizabeth back on the co-host hey. mic, baby boy in the belly, and Bryce Vine yeah. here for the second time, but it's been a real long time. We did this before? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you not remember? How long has it been? It was like probably four or five years ago. It was, I think, my first year of podcasting at Podcast One. Yeah, it's upgraded for sure. Really? It was not here. Oh yeah, no, it was not here. It was in a much smaller, darker studio. But this was, I think, Drew Barrymore maybe was just coming out. Or it was early Bryce Vine days. Because I was like, I got to get him in now before (laughs) he just goes on tour and blows up and is famous and forgets about me. So, Oh, that didn't happen, did it? You're forgetting about (laughs) you. You didn't forget about me, but you have blown up. And you are worldwide known now. 
we've known each other for almost a like probably a decade. Yeah. No, like, we I've known go you longer than some, than some of my close friends in LA. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because we met through my ex girlfriend. Yes. And then <laughs> we became even closer through my ex boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> and we don't exes. talk to either of them anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the exes bringing friends together. Oh. But this week, I'm sure you guys have already been streaming Bryce's new song, Margot Robbie. You have seen yes. the music video because I've been posting it. I am so excited and honored that you asked me to be your Margot Robbie in this video. Oh, no, it was it was a no brainer. So was it your idea? Was it Neil's idea? Neil is our, also our mutual friend who directed this. I want to know how this video all came about and me being a part of it. Well, first you want so when you come up with this concept, which is like basically like a horror comedy. Yeah, you need someone that has a sense of humor. Yeah, I couldn't just like just hire some L.A. model chick that's going to be stiff and mm -hmm. just be told right. what she's going to be told. And I was like. Who do I have a relationship with that I know is going to be fun to work with? That's yeah. going to be easy. And immediately we all popped up. We're like, Sheena. Is I she in town? Where is she? So, you know, it's so crazy. I think I told you this that day on set, but Janet doesn't know this. So back when the Drew Barrymore song came out and he was shooting the music video, I think we had briefly talked about maybe me being in that video, but it was right around when Rob and I broke mm. up. It was a little too soon, but I was like, no, I need to be the girl in this music video. It wasn't me. So <laughs> literally like a week and a half ago, I'm driving per usual. I have Bryce Vine just on shuffle. He has so many songs now mm -hmm. it can entertain me for my entire drive because I never drive, you know, further than maybe two hours. So I have my shuffle. Drew Barrymore comes on and I'm sitting there thinking, God damn it. I should have been the girl in this fucking music video. <laughs> should have been me. You know, <laughs> and anytime I see the video, I'm like, I mean, the girl in it, she's great. You know, and they did two versions of the music video and I wasn't in either. And I was just like, damn it. I had no idea that there was this feeling. Yeah. Until so, <laughs> I was thinking this that day. It just and every time I listen to the song, I don't think that. But for whatever reason, this day, I just thought like, damn, I should have been that girl. And no joke, that night, my friend Neil calls me and he was like, hey, do you have a second to chat? It's about a Bryce Vine music video. And I was like, no freaking way. Like, wait, what? And he goes, we want you to be the lead. The song That's is called awesome. Margot Robbie. I was like, like the new Drew Barrymore? <laughs> what? And I just couldn't believe that. I'm like, did I? Am I a witch? Did I somehow manifest this? Today, like the same day, it was maybe eight hours later, as yeah. I'm thinking this, I get the call. How crazy. Yeah, you're a manifester. Yeah. We're all witches. Made it happen. That's exciting. Can I tell you something? I was showing Bryce when we were out in the lobby. Yeah. Oh, boy, Your first, yes. I think, first music video 12 years oh ago. Oh, my God. The Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Yes. Oh, God. I'm never so seen sorry it. you had to listen girl. to that. But yeah, I was me like, too. I was like, wow, 12 years, quite the upgrade. <laughs> quite the upgrade. Quite the upgrade. Still yeah. music video girl, but quite the step How up. How did yeah. that happen? How did you end up in a Jonas Brothers So movie? I auditioned for their TV show show on Disney. So I had a major guest starring role in an entire episode. And part of that episode was this dream, cheesy, <laughs> pun intended, sequence of this massive pizza being built. And I'm the girl. I was the pizza girl that they all had a crush on. 
And back in, I think this was maybe 2008 when I did this video, Jonas Brothers, they've now had a major comeback. But back then, Disney, like my sister's age, she was in junior high. They were huge. So for me to be the pizza girl, it was iconic. I mean, to this day still, literally James Kennedy's girlfriend, Allie, we were at the (laughs) reunion sitting in the trailer. And I love that they- Oh, he's not with Raquel anymore? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And her name is now Rachel. She has gone back to her um, birth name. Uh, yeah, apparently everyone you know using yeah. her name, <laughs> like whatever. We don't need to talk about her on this podcast. <laughs> but Allie, I love that they left this part in the reunion because we're just having side conversation in the trailer. I had to be in a trailer 100 yards away from Raquel slash Rachel because she had the restraining order against me. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. You know, so we're sitting in the trailer and she goes, wait. I just realized that you're the pizza girl because for her age, like the mid twenties, uh, yeah. that was huge back then. Like girls wanted to be me. They I wanted to be the pizza girl. How were they to work with? They were so innocent and shy and still in their purity ring phase. Uh, yeah. Cute. There was a part where Nick had to like grab my hand and pull me into like the dream sequence room and he was like 16 and a virgin and was like, I, I'm like, just just grab my hand. But I'm also like 23 <laughs> at the time. So I'm like, I mean, it was just a handhold for like a pull into the other room. But I mean, they my were great. My how things have changed. My how things have changed. But um, yeah, I've done quite a few music videos in my day, but nothing like this that's a lead role where, I mean, it's just me and you in the video. It's the whole thing. And I loved it. It was at the Ragdoll Pink Palace where- That place is so cool and such a cool setting for this video in particular. Yeah. Really, really cool. And it was was such a different vibe for me being there because a year ago I shot Summer Moon's first year birthday photos there. So a very, you know, cute oh, that's right. set and now i'm in there with like a chainsaw yeah. and every tool weapon imaginable she to even made a cameo at the video shoot the yeah. yeah literally so brock had to bring her to me we were flying to tahoe the oh, next yeah. day so brock brought her to set and then i was driving her to my mom so he could go to the gym get his stuff done and when they come in, it's right towards the end kill scene. Oh, gosh. And there was no blood or anything around yet. I had, like, a play knife, and yeah. I showed her, you know, this is pretend. Like, you know, in your kitchen, you have your plastic knife and whatnot. <laughs> but I was like, honey, please go take her in the room with the big teddy bears. I don't need to see her. Like, I don't want her to see me yeah. with the knife. This be, like, a traumatizing experience <laughs> that, like, ends up in therapy. But he's like, she doesn't need. know. I go, she knows not to cut people with knives. I don't need her seeing mommy. <laughs> With a fake knife about Stabbing to somebody. fake stab someone. And everyone's clapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great work. Great job, Sheena. Let's do that again. So right when she walked in, it was like right before we started filming that. And I was like, oh, mama, you know, has to work. So I was like, you go play with the teddy bears and I need to kill Bryce. I loved but, it. I loved seeing you be a psycho like bunny boiler yeah. in that moment. It was very, very you cool. You do the psycho look. Yeah. All too well, Sheila. Yeah, when Brock saw that, I was like, you know what I'm capable of, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Don't See, piss that's me it off. right there. You're doing it. <laughs> you pulled out like 10 different weapons, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, this, no, it's not strong enough. And there's one part where I have like the chainsaw thing and I can't figure out how to turn it on. I didn't want to know how to turn it on. So I was like, ah, fuck this. Let me just get the axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, wait. Let's pause the conversation really quick because our next partner is AG1 and I need a minute to talk to my listeners about this. So 
AG1 is the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Brock is obsessed with this brand. He drinks it literally every day. So I decided I was going to give AG1 a try because when it comes to taking supplements, I don't want to take a bunch. I just want a one and done, a single solution that supports my entire body and also covers my nutritional bases every day. As y'all know, we are in full production right now. I am so busy on the go. I need easy solutions that keep me filled with nutrition on the daily, especially things that support my immune system. So this is what I love. I drink AG1 in the morning or before a workout, just depending on what time. And it makes me feel just ready to take on my day. Since I've been drinking AG1, I feel like I've noticed and just more overall feeling of health. I've been working out with my trainer. I've been putting my mental health first, my physical health. But now it's just like I also need to support my immune system because if I don't do that, my body shuts down. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Sheena. That's drinkag1.com slash Sheena. Check it out. Did you see the Barbie movie yet? No, not yet. Okay, okay. I Have saw you seen it. it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it in a screening. Um, Tell me everything. How is it? I thought it was... I thought it was hilarious okay. and clever. Yeah. And just a total, obvious, straightforward bash on all men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I'm not sure how to feel about it. Mm -hmm. I, it was, uh, I laughed the entire time, but I was also offended yeah. as a man. So yeah, <laughs> it just made us all look like useless, douchey, ass slapping, chauvinistic garbage men. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the I'm sure you'll have appreciate it sometimes. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. That's that's the moral right <laughs> yeah. there. I also saw it at the same Spotify screening that you were at. And oh you yeah. Were, you guys like, ran into yeah, each other. Together. You were like a row behind me and you were your laugh was killing me the whole time. <laughs> and I was I laughing. Really it was so it. funny, but yeah, you were cracking up the whole time. I'm I happy it. it was good cuz it's been so long since I mean it's uh -huh. been since post COVID that we had like two blockbuster movies coming out the same weekend. I mean, yeah. Oppenheimer and, and Barbie, head to head. You yeah. know? When was the last time that happened? Yeah. Right. Barbenheimer, you know? Yeah. See, that's one thing for me now as a mom. I used to be an AMC A-list member when I, I still live in Marina. Now I'm even closer to the theater. But I used to go all the time, and now it's hard because I have to have someone come over to watch my kid while she sleeps so I can go to a movie. Mm -hmm. So I never get to go to movies anymore. Mm -hmm. I just wait for them to come out, and we watch them at home. But Honestly, the com we've gotten used to it. The comfort yeah. of mm -hmm. being in your own home watching totally. Netflix. Too hot to handle. You oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what yeah. are what are your go to shows when you're at home? I haven't been watching a whole lot. You know, I try I try I go through periods where I I commit myself to like reading on my nook mm -hmm. instead of watching Netflix and nice. and then I'll like commit to a show that's like two years old. That's yeah. it's too late now to talk to anybody right. about it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my God, this episode of Dexter was so good. You know? Yeah. And it's 2023. It's, but I did watch Beef. Okay. Mm. I enjoyed Beef. 
Beef was really well written, weird story, but the leads were amazing. I love mm -hmm. that guy, Stephen Yoon from, yep. from Walking Dead. Yeah. And Ali Wong is always funny. Love her. But it was just like, it's weird that we have all these shows that just kind of perpetuate this anger that we all have with mm -hmm. each other yeah. a little bit. Like there's nothing just, just like free form and fun right. just for the sake of fun. Totally. Including Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules? I have not. Yeah, I've seen, I didn't I've think seen so. clips. I've yeah. seen clips. Like online or whatever. That's not how I know you and that's not how I want no, you. No, exactly. And that's the thing. So many of my friends, like you either have a friend like Janet who has probably seen every episode some more than All once. I'm so sorry to hear that. All of them. I yeah. love it. I'm a fan. I love yeah. what they do. But I'm then just, I I'm have just being a troll. My <laughs> other like longtime friends who are like, no, I know you, I who you are. I don't want to watch the show and see that version or see an edited version. So I feel like my friends are one or the other. There's no friend mm -hmm. who's like half in like, yeah, I've seen a, a couple seasons or a few episodes. It's like every episode or none at all. I think that's a good balance yeah. of yeah. friendships. Yeah. I've seen yeah. them all, but I've also been around for a lot of the events that are being filmed. So I mm -hmm. see the real life and then how they chop it up and sort of what highlights they take. So I'm very aware yeah. of like the whole picture. And that changes your entire perspective on how this whole thing works. Totally. Too. Yeah. You know, when you really see it from the inside yeah. and then see how they adjust things and twist them yeah. uh -huh. to skew the audience's yeah, view. You yeah, wonder what else they're or, doing that yeah. with. I'm like, when I'm reading a news article, is that just a skewed vision of what this person is trying to put into my brain? Probably. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I actually have any real opinion. <laughs> I, know, I right? don't. You know, because it's yeah. like, I'm not going to lie. Like, we all like just read the headlines yeah. of stuff mm -hmm. and decide that's messed up or that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all we do. No, I literally saw a TMZ headline about Raquel Rachel the other day and the headline was so different than the actual article mm -hmm. so it's like so it's so to get you easy to click on it. totally but that's the problem with like Brandy Glanville is she'll see a headline about me mm. and then go on a Twitter rant and I'm like <laughs> bitch I said nothing about yeah. you and you're just going <laughs> off on me based on a headline yeah, how about a text? and then she'll text and be like sorry I just I saw a headline I'm like yeah, I mean, it, it's okay. I get it. You know, it's a I lot of slept ready, with your husband 20 years ago. Is how Let's we react on. to things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ready, fire, aim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like, totally. Especially in this world. But it is easy to just go off a headline. Yeah. Yeah. So Janet and I used to be what I like to refer to as your band-aids. So if you've seen <laughs> Almost Famous, you know... Band-Aids are there for the music. Groupies sleep with the artists, but Band-Aids are there for the music. We're the homies. Yes. I'm surprised <laughs> that this this title hasn't made more headway in society, right. especially now. I yeah. love that. And yeah. yes, you guys have been, you especially, have been to shows that I've had in London. Yep. In San Diego. You guys were both in San Diego. Yeah. We were just talking about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've been to Denver. Yep. Atlanta. I think that was the first one that yeah. I went to. Uh -huh. Oh my God, I forgot about Atlanta. Yeah. I was hitting mm -hmm. on your blonde Senior friend. in Vegas. Yes, you yeah. were. I had, oh my God, all my friends in Atlanta are blonde. I swear I'm the only brunette. At least now I have a little bit of blonde. But we've literally been to so many shows in so many cities. And I was just telling him this when we were on set. I was so bummed. I had this whole plan, which he wasn't even aware of yet. <laughs> I was planning it with JP, you mm -hmm. know. I love JP. And He's the best. We were at a NASCAR race together and he was like, you know, you have to come back on tour with us. You know, you were always there before. And I'm like, yeah, now the kid's old enough. You know, I can come back and, and be a band-aid. 
So I messaged Janet and I'm like, That's okay, supposed do to be we? Austin, right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, between it was either Cincinnati or Columbus, and then I was like, ooh, or Austin. So I was like, let's do Austin. I was so excited because Dear Media's headquarters were based in Austin, so they have massive studios there and everything. I'm like, this is so perfect. So I talked to JP. I was like, okay, we'll get in the day before. He's like, Bryce has that day off, so we'll set up. We'll all do the podcast and then come to the show. And we had this whole plan. And then I get slapped with the restraining order. <laughs> and my court date was the same day as your show in Austin. I was so pissed. Things did not manifest that No, day. they Drama didn't. never ends. Oh, my gosh. No. Can't get a break so, from it. Yeah. See, so, I hope the lesson there is to stop getting restraining orders. Yes. Against you. Yeah. You, you know, know, someone I've said been to me. It for years. <laughs> someone said to me when we were on set of the music video, they said, "But have you really lived life if you hadn't had a restraining order?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I thought yes. I really thought I've lived a pretty full life without Turns that. Turns out I was wrong. I was yeah. All wrong. No. So um, that kept me from going to Austin, but now here we are. LA shenanigans. Your shows are so much out. fun. You have such an energy so on stage. I feel like you're always like jumping, running, like like you don't stop moving, I feel like, ever when you're uh -huh. on stage. No, it's the best job I've ever had. And it's where I honestly I feel the most like comfortable in public, which is weird because there's like all eyes on you and Yeah. I was you know. gonna ask you if you ever feel nervous, but if there's ever like festivals or something that you've been like really looking forward to that you're performing at that you get butterflies or anything before? No, I don't wow. get nervous for shows. That's amazing. I get nervous for other stuff. Stuff in, like in front of cameras, I still feel like I don't know what to do with my hands kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But shows, no. I mean, I've been doing this since I was, you know, like playing in a punk band in someone's backyard in high yeah. school. That yeah. show I got nervous, but yeah. I was 15, you know. But you are also, I know as, you know, an artist, people in entertainment, when you're on camera and whatnot, we're our own worst critics. But you also, on camera, I was just texting you this last night, you're such a good performer. Like, there's this one shot in the music video where you kind of take your hands to it, and it's just like, it's so good and artsy, and you just, you crush it. Uh, thank you. You're so good at I what you do. I appreciate that, and it's nice to hear, because yes, you're always your own worst critic. Mm -hmm. But I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm a way better editor than I am a performer. Like, Oh. just way better at knowing what it's going to look like to somebody else yeah. and how it can be improved uh -huh. than, than I am like a performing on yeah. the camera. So like, you're like great at self-producing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think, honestly, like when you can, it's the same thing with making music. Like mm -hmm. you have to know what's compelling. Like yeah. you have to know when you sound compelling and mm -hmm. if you sound right on a record, even if it's a good song and you don't sound compelling on it, yeah. you just maybe send it to somebody else. Yeah. Totally. I have a question about industry in general. So are there any parts of what you do that you don't like? And if you had to either pick between never performing again or never writing and recording your own music in the studio, where do you fall with that? And Oof. what do you Ooh, like and dislike about those things? I would be a very depressed person if I didn't get to perform. That's my favorite place to be, seeing the fans up front, being there in that room, sweating it out. Mm -hmm. When I'm done and I sit down after the show, there's like nothing wrong for like 15 minutes. <laughs> you know? And it's amazing. Yeah. You know? We don't get a lot of moments like that in life, but mm -hmm. that, that, that's my moment. So I would not give that up. Okay. I would rather stop writing songs wow. than give that up for sure. Yeah. Because the writing process can be, people always want to come to the studio and they think there's this like mystique around being at a studio. And, and it is, it's a wonderful experience. 
sometimes. Yeah. A lot of it is spending a whole day working on something that uh, you may never use, mm -hmm. you know, and it can get tedious. And like, there's ways that you have to go about keeping it interesting. If you are the kind of person like I am, you'll start spiraling sometimes and think you'll never write another good song, mm -hmm. you know, while you're in there because you can't come up with a single good idea. Mm -hmm. And that's just your day, you know, <laughs> and yeah. then you go and go out and get a drink or something with friends and remember it's all going to be okay. But uh, I would give that up over the shows for sure. That feeling of, because it never goes away, that feeling of I'm not good enough. This isn't going to work even when you've had the success. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And where did the motivation or ideas come from to do Margot Robbie? Uh, you know, what's funny is that we did that in a completely different way. I was with a couple other writer friends of mine, uh, my friend J.O., who you've met before, uh, he does a lot of TikTok stuff, and he's helped me with a lot of content creation lately. And we were all in the studio together, and my friend Ellis came through. And she is she's a Canadian girl, but she lives here. She's She is, like, the best example of an L.A. girl that I can give because she's really intelligent, but she's also out all the time, and she's very comfortable, and she likes to say the word manifest and talk about <laughs> zodiac signs and stuff, but she's like a wonderful person. And we had her in the studio. She's all dressed in pink, <laughs> you know, and we, she was just sitting there, and we were kind of writing the song around her. Hmm. We were like, what will she want? She's going to represent all the girls that want to feel like this girl that we're talking about mm. today. We've just decided this. So every line, we would like go over it and be like, what would you want to sing here? You know, and like, and if, and if we came up with something and she's like, oh yes, I love that. And like, she starts dancing. It was like, cool. Like we're onto something. And that was a really fun way to write a song. Yeah. I don't usually do that. We're usually just imagining these scenarios in our heads while we're sitting in a room with four men, you know, and you can't even see if it's daylight or night. <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to write, oh, the party's lit. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that was a nice change of pace. Yeah. I like that. I want to play you guys just a little snippet of the song because I know there is a rule with how much we can play of other artists' music. We're going to take a quick little break, but then y'all need to go and stream Margot Robbie on Spotify, wherever you listen to your music. Download it on iTunes if you're old school like me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yo, MySpace. Yeah, right? All right, y'all. This episode of Shenanigans is also brought to you by Poise Ultra Thins. I've talked to you about this before and I've told you about how Lala and I had these conversations about things moms go through and don't talk about. And here on Shenanigans, I like to talk about those things. I like to talk about my experiences with motherhood, some of the uncomfortable parts of motherhood, whether that be mental, emotional, or physical. And if we're keeping it real about postpartum life, one thing we're not always talking about is bladder leaks. It happens. A lot of women use period pads for their bladder leaks after having a baby. But look, if we're actually keeping it real, period pads aren't designed for pee. Poise Ultra Thins, on the other hand, are designed exactly for that. Poise Ultra Thins are the brand's thinnest protection that keep you clean, dry, and fresh throughout the day while you spend time with your babies, while you are out and about, while you are, you know, maybe jumping up and down on a bar, performing an emo night, living your best life. Whatever you're doing, Poise is there offering you with and without wings, which helps stay in place all day. The little moments really are so important and Poise Ultra Thins are such a good way to enjoy motherhood without compromise. It takes Poise. Learn more at poise.com. 
Okay, so one thing from my childhood into my adulthood that has always stuck with me in the kitchen on a night that I'm cooking is Pillsbury. Literally, my mom, ever since I was little, I can remember her making Pillsbury. The biscuits, the crescents, I mean, so buttery, so delicious. It is one thing I will never grow out of. They have so many new simple recipes made with Pillsbury crescent rolls that can be added to your weeknight dinner rotation. It's literally the perfect addition to any entree or you make something with the new little easy recipes and boom, that is your entree. Here's the great thing about the Pillsbury crescent rolls. Literally, they don't take all night to make and you can fill them up with delicious ingredients that can transform the crescent from a side dish to a main dish. Like I said, it can go both ways. With Pillsbury Crescents, it's as easy as fill, roll, and bake to please your picky eaters and to move on with your evening. One thing that Summer Moon loves right now is like a croissant. She will eat a croissant any day of the week. So the Pillsbury Crescent Rolls are literally the perfect thing to get her to eat something she loves, but to also fill, roll, and bank it with even more. Whatever you want to add to it, the weeknight recipes are so easy. I grew up a picky eater, but one thing I always loved was Pillsbury. My daughter, I hope she's not completely taking after me, but sometimes she can be a picky eater. I mean, she's two years old. And with Pillsbury, dinner prep in 30 minutes or less. You can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle and boom, side dish, main dish, whatever your little heart desires. Find more weeknight dinner recipes at Pillsbury.com. You know you gotta kick like I've had a long week, a long weekend. I don't know if you saw, but my daughter broke her arm this weekend. She just told me that. How did that happen? So we were in Palm Springs. It was almost nap time. I went in the kitchen to get her bottle. Lala and her mom were sitting at my dining table. Summer was just sitting on the couch, and then she leaned over and stood up on the couch for one second, put her leg over it. I don't even think she was meaning to crawl over it. I think she's just, she's a monkey who likes to just crawl around and up and down everything, but she straddled her leg on it and then just lost her balance and went off. And it was only... Maybe, I mean, my couch isn't even as tall as this table, like, or maybe it's this tall. It was not a far fall, but I think because she wasn't planning on crawling over, she just kind of lost her balance. And then the way she fell on her arm, 
she was crying immediately, but I thought it was more, she was scared, our reaction, like Lala immediately ran to her and picked her up and then I came over and then I grabbed her from Lala and I was like, stay calm because I know she comes off like my energy and if I'm really <laughs> upset, she's gonna be more upset. So I'm just like, it's okay, you're okay, but then I also need to validate her feelings and if she's not okay, I don't wanna just tell her you're okay. Yeah. So I was just like, where does it hurt? And she was just like, ow, ow, ow. And then I was like, you know what? It's nap time. I'm just going to give her a bottle and see if she wakes up from her nap and she's still saying, ow, she's at the age where thankfully she can communicate how she feels and where it hurts. So I hold her. I just let her nap with me in bed. And then a couple hours later, she wakes up and she's just going, ow, ow, ow. And she's pointing. And I'm like, okay, it's oh, either her gosh. wrist or her arm. So then I was like, can you do, there's a song, Daddy Finger, Daddy Finger, where are you? So I go, can Sounds you do, like the classic, can you do, you know? <laughs> it really is, it's like billions of views. <laughs> so maybe, you know, hey, you're next. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's also funny, you know, because Brock is missing a finger and a half, so the Daddy Finger song. He is? Crocodile accident, you've never heard the story? That is the most Australian thing uh -huh. I've ever heard. I know, right? Truly. So I asked Grace, say, can you, can you move your Daddy Finger? And right then she goes, Ow, ow, ow. And I was like, okay, so it's got to maybe be her wrist or this bone right here. Everything else she was moving it fine. So we take her to urgent care. She was just having a full meltdown. She would mm -hmm. not sit still for the x-ray. Brock was trying to hold down her hand. We're like, we're not going to traumatize her. The doctor was like, I'm sorry, we can't do this. You need to go to the ER. So then we go to the ER. They saw how upset she was. They were amazing. They got us in right away. And then Would you go once, to Cedars? No, we were in Palm Springs. Oh, you were in Palm Springs. Yeah. We went for a relaxing vacay <laughs> from the vacay I just had in yes. Tahoe. Sounds very relaxing. So relaxing. You haven't gotten a the second ER. to breathe, I feel like. I really haven't. Not even today. It was like Amazon <laughs> Live, podcast, podcast. See, that's then, why we needed to do that breathing exercise. Yeah, right? That was, was literally perfect. the only breathing was, Sheena has done today. <laughs> I don't even think I've eaten today. Story of my life. So, well, have some water. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we get to the ER, and uh, thankfully by then she had calmed down. She was watching her favorite thing on the iPad, and I had Brock take her in for that x-ray because they only allowed one parent. I was like, just, just you go. And she was fine. She did, like, the stop sign and the this and yeah. everything. They got perfect pictures, and the doctor came in. She goes... Yep, it's broken. And I was like, wait, what? And I go, it's not just like a sprain or a fracture. She goes, well, it is a fracture, but a fracture is a break. It's treated the same way. We'll put a cast for four to six weeks. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I thought it was just going to be a sprain. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when they showed us it, it's her radius is a little bit cracked. And then her ulna, just the tiniest bit. So it's kind Poor of girl. both of these bones. And I mean, she was fine. Once the ibuprofen kicked in, like she was like moving it around. And so we thought Back on the skateboard maybe it's yeah, just right? a sprain. Yeah, literally. So they did the temporary cast, wrapped it up and uh, she's loving it. She is like Brock said, she looks like 10% tougher with the cast. She's just she really refuses to put it girl. in the sling. She's just flailing. I'm like, oh, you're going to hurt yourself Kids more. are resilient, man. Truly. Kids are so Summer's resilient. a strong little girl. She, I saw her this morning, and she was coloring with her arm in the cast. And then yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, other hand. And like she's like, uh -huh. was like oh, realized. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this one's supposed to hurt. Now Let I'm ambidextrous. Like, it's like she just remembers she's hand. faking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she has this big cast on. Yeah. She's just oh, a really cute bit. Yeah. So that was my not relaxing Fractured. weekend. I, I didn't realize a fracture is still a break. I guess that makes sense. I broke. Yeah. I fractured my neck when I was 16. <gasps> did you know that? No. How did you do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I dove into the ocean. Oh, my God. And I hit a reef, and I split my head open down Oof. to the skull. Got 100 stitches in my head. What? In a foreign country, yeah. 
And then oh had my to gosh. spend nine months in a neck brace. No I had to leave school. way. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Where did you probably. get a hundred stitches? Like in your hairline or? Like you could, if I moved my curly hair, you would see like a very wow. long thing all the way down almost to my forehead. That's scary. That's gnarly. It was gnarly. It was gnarly. So wow. I, I feel, I feel, I feel for her. That's yeah. the only bone I've ever broken, weirdly enough. Yeah. I would never want to break. No. That's like the it's, last one say, you want to break. Some would say it's the worst. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. My mom broke her neck and oh, still yeah. to this day really? she has issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she was 18. And now yeah, she's people need to stop 58. diving. People people yeah. be diving way too often. Yeah. They need to stop. I know tons of people now, of course, after you go through something like that, you hear all these stories of people that dove into lakes and now they're quadriplegics and uh, it's so just, crazy. Yeah. Part of what yeah. I want to do at some point when I like even have more of a platform is like uh develop or help develop some of the technology that they use to like restore people's mm-hmm. spinal cords and stuff. Because it's just like we're at this point in 2023 where it's like if you just screw that up, you're just, that's yeah. it. It's a wrap. Yeah. So it feels like something that we should be able to fix. Yeah, totally. totally. Well, you mentioned your curly hair. I wanted to ask, what was the inspo for the green? Uh, I don't know. I just I just was like, yeah, let's go for something. Yeah. And then we knew we were doing the video the next right. day. And I didn't want it to look too, like, bubblegummy. I wanted to just give it something weird. Uh-huh. You know, like, what is this, like, creepy dude who's building this woman with kind of, like, a punk hairdo <laughs> yeah. doing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I like I like eras. I like that this whole culture uh-huh. right now of eras, that I'm in my this era and mm-hmm. that era. Totally. You know? That was the it exact bring out color a energy. my sister's hair was when I had oh, my baby. Yeah. I'm, like, in the hospital, and I'm, like, and kids can't see color for however many months, but... I was like, oh, that's how summer Wait, is going to... Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. I was like, oh, this is how she's going to, you know, see her aunt for the first time is this gnarly green <laughs> hair, but they can't see color for like a few As months. a social activist. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I love it. You can literally pull off any hair color you've done. Like, you just have the vibe. I'm trying to find one that I'm just like, yeah, I'm not doing this one again. Yeah. But- I like it. You're like, like but they just, they just all work, you know? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, also all of your songs just work. They all slap. They're all bops. What would you say is your, if you could pinpoint your favorite song that you've recorded to date? There's a couple that aren't out yet. I mean, I have a bunch of songs that Uh aren't out yet, but there's one, the one that I like the most probably like to perform is La La Land. Mm -hmm. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Letting the whole crowd just sing the easiest lyric possible right. is always fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm impressed with the songwriting on Glamorama because I think about so what I... So good. And you know who that song's about. Yes, you do. I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's about the person that introduced us. Uh-huh. Yes. My ex-girlfriend. Yeah. When we broke up, I was broken up about it. And I like wrote this song kind of, kind of like low-key insulting her, but it actually was kind of empowering for girls and mm-hmm. now like it's become like my anthem for like girls who just want to do what they want to do when they're young. Yeah. And it's funny that that's how it came about, but yeah. Your totally. music has a way, it's, there's an escapism to your music that, I love that is really cool. Anytime I'm driving around listening to your music, especially if I'm by myself, it's so quick. It's If I'm in a bad mood or something's happening, I immediately can put myself in this scene that you've drawn up in your music. And it's really cool. I'm like, oh, I'm driving in a Ferrari through the hills. I'm at One Oak. Mm-hmm. I'm at, you I know, like all that. these places. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like you're singing to me. And I feel like I'm sure everybody who listens to your music feels oh, yeah. that way. But it's this really cool escape where I'm like, 
you know, I it's you you set the tone, you set the scene really, really well where you can just like listen and just kind of like I'm like, oh, I'm not mad about that thing anymore because now I'm I'm in my head driving through the hills, heading to One Oak, heading to I'm in the grotto. I'm in the, you know, all yeah. these places that you sing about. And it's like very easy just to put yourself in it and like get away from something, which I think is a really good, you know, aspect of any music. If you can escape yeah. from something. See, oh, I feel that. that way about I'm not all right. Cause when that <laughs> song came out, I was very much single, smoking weed, <laughs> drinking. It's like I like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. I'm like, that's me. Uh-huh. And I remember just listening to that song on repeat, no joke, like all day. Like it was just like all day. I kept it mm-hmm. on in the car. I was like, nope, again, again, again. And now I've been doing that with Margot Robbie. Yeah. I'm not just saying that. I have had it actually on repeat because I'm like, there's not another song I want to listen to right now. Mm-hmm. And I what's so better that. than escaping and feeling like Margot mm-hmm. Robbie? Like, I know, and I got to be her. I'm like, oh, I'm the star of the show Especially now. Especially right yeah. now. Like, yeah. 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 You know, I know. I mean, she's, she's just earned her iconic status totally. tenfold with yeah. this totally. Barbie thing. Was this a coincidence with when you released it or like you were planning around the Barbie premiere to release your Margot Robbie song? Yeah, you know, to to our, it was a kind of a mistake. Me and my teammate <laughs> not pushing that song to be on the soundtrack. Mm, yeah. Because it feels like a song that's missing from that movie when I, even when I went to go see it. Yeah. This kind of like iconic, mm-hmm. let's be girls and have fun song. Right. And I wrote it probably, it was last summer. We, we wrote it last summer okay. and I've held on to it uh, for that long. And then maybe two months ago, uh, my agent heard it again and he's like, yo, what's the deal with this song? What are we doing? You know, Josh is my best friend. So yeah. he's going to say exactly what's on his mind. Right. And we were like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Barbie movie was coming out. Like, totally. We should probably align it. We sent it to Margot Robbie's agent to get their opinion and her and her husband wrote back that they loved it. We're like, okay, there's oh, something awesome. here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's something here. I was going to ask if she had seen it. Oh yeah, or she's heard it. it. Oh, she heard it before my anybody. God. That's loved cool. It. Yeah, that she... means she's going to watch the video. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. 100%. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. We're going to definitely send it to her, her team and everything. But they, yeah, her and her husband loved it. I was kind of disappointed to hear that she had a husband. But uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say I didn't know that either. I, I didn't either. Who is she married to? Are they famous? No, I have no idea. No, okay. I don't think he is. He's he's a producer. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. He, he produces some some of the movies she's been okay. in and stuff. But gotcha. Uh, yeah. So they both love the song, and it's it's funny because the when we released it on on Friday, there was like. I think there was like two or three songs from the from the uh, Barbie movie mm-hmm. that were actually on the soundtrack, and people like were texting me all day, just like, "Oh my god, I I didn't hear the song in the movie, but I love it up from the soundtrack." Yeah. I'm like, "It's not on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's completely separate." Wow, <laughs> have you had a song on a soundtrack for a movie yet? No, not for a movie. That's got to be you coming. Know, what's funny is uh, years ago, like one of the first cool things that I, my music got was Sour Patch Kids, mm-hmm. which Love is like a decade-old song. Yeah. Now. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. LeBron James used it for the theme song for his show Survivor's Remorse that was oh, on Showtime. Oh, that's time. cool. That's sick. Yeah, so I got to hear that like every time I watched the episode. And, so that's that was pretty cool. cool. But no, I've never, I've had it in like Netflix movies. I've had a couple songs and stuff like yeah. that. But no, no, it's still on the bucket list. Yeah, I've definitely heard him on MTV shows and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we did Wild and Out yep. a couple months ago, which uh-huh. was a really interesting experience. Me and um, my friend Jo, we flew out to Atlanta to do this, and all I had written all my jokes because I had been told from my friend Hannah Stocking because she did it that 
you're for sure going to be against Nick so that you can like dish out stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bet. So I wrote all these like great disses for <laughs> Nick and I get there that day and they're like, cool. So you're on Nick's team. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't get to use any of the stuff that <laughs> oh, I had shit. written. So I just kind of like hung out, drank a little bit, like had fun with the team and and like sang some songs and then I sang like a song called Gold Rush I had released and that was yeah. it. Like I was like, oh shoot, I didn't get to do any of the disses that I thought I was going to do. Speaking of gold, how many albums have you now had that have gone gold, platinum? I mean, I remember seeing Drew Barrymore just kept climbing the charts. And how many records do you have now? What's weird is some of them have come back out of nowhere. And like, like I just found out that I'm Not Alright, which came out in 2019. Yeah. It's gold in the U.S. It's double platinum in Canada. Wow. Amazing. Um, it'd be like seven, six songs. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was dope. looking at your Spotify, and you have, I mean, Drew Barrymore has 300 and something million streams, wow. and then all of your top fives have, like, over 100 million streams. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, I knew you were big, but I was listening. looking at those numbers, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is Well, it's funny, huge. too. I've talked to people about this because, like, people will ask me, if somebody else walks up, especially, they'll be like, oh, are you famous? And I'm like, if you have to ask. Right. Probably, <laughs> I probably say not. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you probably get recognized also a lot now. Uh, yes, but it's it. I'm in this weird like middle ground place where I can go and like live my life and kind of do what I want to do out in public and like also see fans like three or four times a day mm-hmm. and you know, but they don't like freak out like how they would if they saw Justin Bieber. They're just mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I love your music. Can we get a picture? Cool. Mm-hmm. Have a great day." I'm like, "Yeah, this is a wonderful way to be." I I was just in Italy for three weeks and the first day that I got that I went by myself because I just needed to breathe somewhere and I, I i landed in rome and i went to my hostel that wasn't ready yet i wanted to stay in a hostel for the first day because i never did that when i was like college age because i didn't have any money yeah so i just like was like okay i'll stay a day in a hostel and then i'll like go get an airbnb somewhere mm-hmm. but get to the hostel room's not ready yet i'm sitting downstairs and there's all these other kids that are just like waiting taking naps i'm talking to this girl from australia telling her yeah, yeah i do music you know, my name is Bryce Vine. Some kid wakes up from his nap across the room. <laughs> Some Australian kid. He goes, Bryce Vine, I love your music. I'm listening to it right now. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's yeah. pretty cool. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a cool, this is a cool life. It, yeah. it really is. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, you got to be grateful for moments like I that. I say yeah. this all the time where I'm like, how, like, I mean, million, hundreds of millions of streams that I'm like, how does he not have millions and millions of followers like how are you not just like as big as drake yeah that is it's insane to me because you're so fucking talented and such a and good your performer. instagram is really cool you do some yeah. really cool photos and content i just don't do enough of it well you have like 18 is. posts now did you just delete everything I, yeah Rebrand? I, I, we deleted a bunch of stuff and now i have like a bunch of i i actually brought a videographer out to uh italy to oh, like fine. shoot a bunch of stuff for margot robbie that we're just gonna lay out over the next few weeks cool. i tried very hard to avoid having to do social media because like it's that's just not job. it yeah. is it's a it's very much a full-time job that's why i have I my sister <laughs> trying to avoid it yeah and she's great at it mm-hmm. but you know i didn't really grow up doing that like it, my you know nobody in my family was like my mom was an actress on a soap opera mm-hmm. but like nobody was super in in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. so i just kind of figured it out as i went and I didn't know how important it was to like have your face out there and mm-hmm. your and your being out there and just you like it. I'm an artist, so it's weird that you the part of the job is being an extrovert, even if you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I couldn't imagine like Bob Dylan, 
like oh, having to be like, so this is my skincare routine. Like, I would never, you know, but so it's, it's changed a lot. Yeah. And where when I grew up, it was like artists could be as mysterious as they wanted to be as long mm -hmm, as they totally. made great music. Yeah. And now there's only like two people that can do that. It's like Childish Gambino and yeah. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> They're like be the only exception. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm like, why are you not main stage at fucking Coachella? And then I saw, was it weekend two? You performed at Coachella, <laughs> and I'm not there. I'm like, of course, I'm not at the Coachella You're not that you perform at. Enough. I know. Damn it. I was there weekend okay. one. I Video saw. lead, baby. Yeah. We'll make it happen next time. Yeah. Yes. Coachella was interesting. That place is. So was that so true? Your your story that you posted about Coachella, or was that like a gimmick? Which one? about how you ate some mushrooms or did something right before you went on stage or was that a joke? It was a joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dying to know if that was real. Yeah, it was a I feel like that'd be kind of fun, no? I know. It, I mean, I, I just- I was like, is this for the TikTok? Or did he really be like, oh fuck, I gotta go perform now? <laughs> now that I'm an adult, like I'm comfortable enough with my, my own integrity and like know what my limits are mm -hmm. to like experiment. But I would never want to implement that into like young people, which isn't right. the coolest thing to say because everybody is like open and honest about, you know, drugs and anxiety and depression and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Yeah. But like I wouldn't necessarily just like want to do that. So no, I, 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 was, I didn't even smoke weed until I was like 28. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I've never tried pretty much most things. I, I've tried Molly one time. It was not at that time. And uh, I just... Yeah, so I was always had like a healthy fear of drugs. Yeah. So it was especially funny to put out that video and have people be like, <laughs> so like that, like they looked at the pill in my hand. Oh yeah, and, it was like Molly or something. And they, yeah. they were guessing that it was all these different things. And I'm like, no, it's none of those You're things. Like, what it's are like, half the things you just listed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know what these are. You're, talking, so you're barking up the wrong funny. tree. But it worked. I mean, it went viral. So no, was it was funny. so good. But I wanted to ask you, I was like, wait, did he really do that? Because he like, comes out on stage and is like, oh, I just took my first whatever. And oh. it's so funny. And it's so funny because people like really, some people really got mad about that actually. Oh. Like some people message me like, I thought you were a good influence on my kids and stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, I am. But like your kids also watch Euphoria. And yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't seem bothered by that. Right. So I don't really know w why you hold me to this like crazy standard. I appreciate it. But like totally I'm just trying to have some fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is next for Bryce Vine and who is your dream artist to collab with if you Ooh. haven't already? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, the tour starts again. I'm always touring, but uh, the tour starts end of or mid August. It's called the Interstate Tour. Mm -hmm. We're just like going to a bunch of places that we missed on the last tour, and uh, I have a rose coming out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I did what? a collab with a with a winery or a, a vineyard in in Oregon. Okay. I met this guy. I had said that I wanted to do wine like a while ago because like people made my name like. Rice wine and like rice wine and all these different things. Um, and I was like, yeah, that would actually be really fun. And I went to Chateau randomly one night, Chateau Marmont. I never go there. And I sat next to a guy whose wife was a fan. And he's like, yeah, we own this vineyard in Oregon. And I'm like, I'm an artist. And he's like, well, we want to do a collab with an artist. I'm like, wow, let's do this. They flew me out to Oregon. I tasted all their wines wow. and decided on a rose because I figure like my audience would probably. Totally. You know, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it goes hand in hand with Margot Robbie. So 
It's called Pretty Bird, so that drops. I that's a love, cool Oh my name. god, I Thank can't you. wait to try it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'll excited. try it in a couple months when yeah. I can. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll smell it until then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll just hold the bottle over your nose. I've been smelling everything. People like, I was at a birthday party, and like, you're sure you don't want just like a sip of rosé? And I was like, can I just get a little in a glass to sniff? And everyone was like, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you have a problem. Yeah, that's I'm like, I'll probably... sniff it. <laughs> I'll huff that wine. That's so funny. That's Huffing awesome. Wine, is it? <laughs> yeah. Very, Maybe right? you should be the ad for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you it. so much for uh, getting for into me. some shenanigans with me, having me as your lead girl in this video. So cool. It was yeah. so much fun. If you guys haven't seen the video, please go check it out. Stream Margot Robbie and all things Bryce Vine because you're just you're dope as fuck. You're literally one of the best performers I've ever seen live. Thank not you. just agreed. saying that. Agreed. Like, I hope we can energy, catch some shows I on this tour. I do 30 minutes at emo night, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like how does he do it? <laughs> yeah, I, we definitely need to find Those a city to go to the on breathing this tour. exercises. And yoga. I do yoga like every okay. day. Okay, yeah. I need to do more breathing exercises before my 30 minute DJ yeah. set. <laughs> You work out all the time. I know, but I don't do a lot of cardio. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just important. I'm just like the weights, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone, yeah, awesome. go follow, go stream all things Bryce Vine. Thank you for being here. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, Thanks for, for hosting. Just yeah, to be nominated as an honor. So yes. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.